Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast. This is Jamie. Wherever you are, I hope you're doing super, super well. I was just sitting here this morning. It's actually a Saturday when I'm recording this. And I was sitting here this morning um, getting ready to tackle yesterday's to-do list, if we're being super honest. I was like, shit, I didn't get, there's like half of it that didn't get done. That needs to get done before Monday. So we're doing it this morning. But something that I've always done in my life in my career, I guess you could say since I started my own company, was I'd spend my mornings in my own thought. Um, I learned early on that if I started my morning with reading um, social media or scrolling social media, looking at what other people had to say, uh, first, that my my own thoughts and my own words that would come out of me in my posts and videos and things would be influenced, right? And there's a time and a place where being influenced can be a positive thing and help you see things differently, think whatever, think about stuff different. But in the first thing in the morning when I'm wanting my thoughts to be what come out of me to share with you, (laughs) that is not the ideal situation, right? For me to be fully authentic and of integrity, like I want it to be coming from my head. Now, obviously, with that being said, None of us are creating, reinventing the wheel per se. Like everything that every influencer that you hear, they're bringing and making that. It's all like a compilation of the things that they experience, learn, things they've heard from other people and so on and so forth. And that's how it's always been every coach I've ever had, right? It's it's the same thing. None of them are manufacturing something brand new that's never been done before, but they're delivering it in a different way and they're delivering it with their own heart and energy and experiences behind it. And I'm super grateful that very early on I found somebody to follow and to learn from as a coach that taught me the best thing I could do would just be to share whatever the hell is in my head. And she does that still to this day. And um, if you guys don't know who Kat Latorzo is, well, it's the Katrina Ruth show these days. Look her up. I'll link it below. But she's amazing. Man, whether you're a man or a woman, like, I think that you'll find fire in what she has to say. Anyways, so all of that to be to say that this morning, I've gotten myself into such the routine where well, let's say I had gotten a little bit out of the routine, right? But I've been working to get myself back into that routine. And it's it's like riding a bike to where in the morning, my thoughts are just going. And they're like, oh, you have things to say. Okay, you need to say things. Here we are. So that's where we are right now. And I started to write this down for a post. And I probably still will write a bit of a post about it. But I just was like, fuck it. I'm turning the, turning the mic on and let's have a conversation. Because, you know... The whole wide world likes to come through with strategy and tasks and marketing plans and this is what you need to do on Instagram and this is what you need to do on Facebook and this is what you need to do on TikTok and then don't forget about Twitter and LinkedIn because blah, 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 right? 
So what I don't think people realize is, is that they wind up making not a lot of progress because they get stuck in this cycle of where all they need to be and what they need to be saying and the strategy, the strategy, the strategy. Now, do I think it's a smart business decision to learn strategy and understand the reasoning behind everything you're doing? Absolutely. But do I think that it's more important for you to be putting stuff out there than it is to be worrying about the strategy? Yes. It's more important to be doing the things because if you get caught up in the tasky task strategy, wait, where's this going to go? What's the what's the call to action? What's the this blah, blah, blah? Like you lose sight of the power of the energy that comes from just saying the words, right? And just showing up and just being yourself, especially in the kind of business that I've built and the kind of influence that I've um, chosen to make. It is literally a direct result of me choosing to do life different. And that's what I thought of this morning when I was like, you know, eight years ago, I guess it probably was, I committed fully to doing life different than anything I had known before. And I'm not sure that I fully even have told that story per se, you know, so buckle up. Here we go, friends. So I would say early in my whole, my whole life, I've always known and had this like weird in my bones kind of knowing that my life was meant to be different. Like it was meant to be more than I knew. Um, Like I was made for more than that. I could now look back and, you know, and see where that led me to make what other people thought were irrational decisions or, you know, maybe even self-sabotaging decisions. But like, that never, it never felt that way to me. It felt like there was something inside of me that said, you need to go do this thing. And I did, or like, this thing is over and you need to leave. And I would leave, you know, and in like relationships, I should say, in those cases, you know, and, and it's fun because I don't regret any of that. Even in the space where, you know, there's opportunity for me to have learned an opportunity for me to whatever, I guess I probably could have done shit differently. I don't know, but those experiences were what my soul was craving and needing. And so before I ever even started in the adventure of my life could look different than getting up every morning, going out into a job, working all day, crazy hours, and then coming home or, you know, at the time I was working four jobs always. I was always working in promotions. And so the mission or the idea, though, that life was supposed to be different always existed. It was always there. And so I remember very specifically, um, like you guys might not know any of this, but like I was 20 years old and I started working for um, a third-party administrator. So they handle insurance claims for self-insured companies. I was 20. I remember that so significantly because I was too young to even sign up for a 401k. I was the youngest person in the office and... I started in their clerical department and fairly quickly I was an adjuster and I was one of the youngest adjusters they ever got licensed and I was able to have, I had a pretty big client as that was my client waste management, the trash company was the client that I worked for and we handled property damage claims from the Mississippi River to California. So needless to say, a pretty high responsibility. I They flew me all over the country to get various licensing so that I could do it. And we went, Waste Management would host a yearly event for all of us and stuff like that. So it was pretty fucking cool, right? 20, 21 years old, doing all that was very cool. Definitely different than anything I knew was possible. Definitely different than anything I'd seen any one of my friends and family, people growing up do with their lives. Like I didn't know that people got 
I knew people got paid to like travel, but I never knew that that was a thing. You know, here I am turning in expense reports for steak dinners in Vegas and shit, right? Like, and I wasn't even 21. And the first time I went to Vegas was with on a business trip. Anyway, that was me kind of getting this like taste of life being different. And then, you know, flash forward, I was got the opportunity to run the body shops and work there and quickly turned that into a really beautiful experience as far as like going from, hey, we need you to be a front office manager to like the operations manager in the company, you know, getting several locations while we were while I was there and like all of these things. Um, lots of growth, lots of craziness. But in those moments, I just knew that life was supposed to be different for me. And I thought at the time, right, like I would have told you I was a lifer there. Like I would have told you that my life was going to be wrapped up in building that business with Kurt and and we were going to take over the freaking world in that space. And he built me up in that position for sure. And then I started to make a name for myself in that space and it was it was cool right like I would have told you that I'd have been there forever and then of course human nature happened and life happened and things transpired that was no longer the place to be um it was no longer what was in alignment with what I believed or needed and you know wasn't the right thing for him anymore either or whatever and I started my own company well I should say I'd started my own company out of a desire or a need that he had really and before that while I was still working there And we started to think outside the box. And that's when I really started to realize like how much power I had to create whatever the fuck it was I wanted. Meaning that business, Posh Promotions is the name of my company. And it's been the name of my company for 10-ish years now, probably 11. If I really looked it up, I don't remember. And I started by doing event planning and staffing because I'd worked in promotions for so many years for such big companies that I had a lot of knowledge around event planning and staffing. Plus, I ran a huge charity events for the shop every year where I had gotten to a place where our profits were pretty high at the time, right? Off of each, the profit we were able to give to the foundations were were high. So anyways, that's what that company was started for. And that's when I, I remember sitting on an airplane with Tony. At the time, we were just friends and we were sitting there designing what it would look like. And so basically, anytime there was an event and they wanted us to go, I would. I had girls that worked for me that knew everything about our company, that I taught what they needed to know about our company, that would go and represent us at these events. Um, they'd wear our swag, they'd wear our whatever, right? This is what we did. That was brand new, right? Like that was something that I literally just created. Those were girls that I knew from other places that I had used for certain things to help with in the past that needed extra cash and they were responsible and I could trust them and whatever, right? So that was again like what is this really happening like wow interesting what a weird thing but what a nice way for me to make a little extra money it to be a tax deduction for my for my boss's business like it it was a win-win and then when I while I was there I remember um one of the guys that worked there because I was one of the few women you know in the business um and one of the guys that worked there was another manager when Tony and I finally started actually dating, you know, he made a comment to me. He was like, I'm really glad that you finally realized like that dating Tony or giving him a chance was a good idea. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I said, like, I thought he was kidding. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such a nice guy, whatever. Because Tony, like, side note, Tony was our glass vendor. For those of you who don't know, Tony played professional hockey here in St. Louis. Um, his career was ended by an accident where he wasn't able to play anymore. And so then he did a couple different things. He had bars. He did... You know, he had a gym and now still to this day has a glass company where he does auto glass, like usually though now for big trucks. Um, And he does a lot of fleet management in that case. Well, at that time, 
he was newer in his business. He was doing our glass at the shop. And I didn't realize that, like, there was really zero reason for Tony to be at my shop almost every single day, but it was because of me. And he, you know, wanted to take me out, and I thought he was full of shit, so I, like, played it off and just ignored him, basically. And um, we were friends, and we became friends, which was really cool until finally I was like, oh, wow, I actually like this dude. Uh, let's give this a chance, you know. <clears throat> the rest is history, obviously. But... I remember James, the guy at work, saying to me, I'm so glad you're giving him a chance. And I was like, why? And he's like, Jamie, you're not like everyone else. And I was like, what? He was like, you're not supposed to date just a regular fucking guy. And I was like, what? I don't understand. He was like, I'm not trying to like blow smoke up your ass. And this is a very married man, very respectful. In no way, shape or form was he being weird or disrespectful or hitting on me. Like not at all. Just to give you a little context, that's not what was happening. But to hear someone else that like him, especially, and he was not a super complimentary, like he was not that kind of a guy. For him to say that, it made me sit back in my chair and I'll never forget it because I was like, oh, fuck, someone else sees it but me. Someone else picked that up. And now knowing what I know, I, I think he was pretty intuitive as a person. And so that's probably where he picked a lot of that up at. He definitely made an impact with that statement because I realized, oh, you're right. Like a regular, quote unquote, normal dude, it never worked, right? And Tony is far from that. Tony has lived a life that I never knew was possible. I never knew the details of what was possible. And so being with him definitely opened my eyes to a ton of stuff because just the way he had been raised and the way that he had lived, I mean, he was traveling playing hockey all over Canada since he was eight, ten years old, something like that. Um, and then, you know, went to the pros and, and then life is different there, right? So anyway, and here in St. Louis, if you're from here, you know that we treat our athletes like royalty. And so, you know, staying here in St. Louis after playing here and all of that stuff, is a, it was a pretty big deal. So he was different and our life was different than what I had seen in, in things I had experienced myself, but also what I had observed from other people that I knew. And so it opened my eyes a lot to what I was capable of doing. And so all of this to say, I'm glad you're still following along. All of this to say that when I left the shop, I did, it was not expected. It was not planned. I had no fucking idea what I was going to do. I had no savings account. Like I had just moved into a new house with my, by myself, like just, you know, a, another place and it was way more expensive than I was used to and whatever. I had to fucking figure it out, right? So I remember getting going into interviews for management positions and them offering me the position as the, of the front office. Even though I had all the experience, that's where they wanted me to start. And I know why. It's because I'm a girl and whatever. And it's the automotive industry and they didn't want to take a chance on me, right? So <clears throat> I was like, fuck this. And I started helping a couple local businesses organize their offices and get their get their paperwork in order and their processes in order. And then I found an online coach, right? And during that time, though, I had to figure out a way to keep myself motivated, to keep myself growing mentally, to heal from what had transpired at the shop. Because not only did I leave there, but as I left, as I'd mentioned, there's some toxic behavior there. As I left there... I was attacked. They did everything to drag my name through the mud. They did. Publicly, on social media, 
you know, attacking me, saying horrible things about me. Like, it was pretty shitty. Not my boss directly, but people that were, like, minions or whatever to him did that, right? And we're talking about a community that I had created and been a part of a family, um, all the charity events, all the people. Like, it was just really sucky, right? So I had to learn how to heal from that and to move forward and to not let it affect me and to build what I was building in a way that I didn't have to explain myself to people here. So I built it virtually. And I didn't actually have a client outside of those couple shops that I mentioned that I was helping, which was before I really realized what I could do for people online. I didn't have a client in St. Louis for years or near me for years. They were all over the world. I built them through networking online and, you know, um, learning and meeting with these different women and then working with, you know, a Facebook ad. And that got me, one Facebook ad got me three management clients that I'd never heard of before, that never heard of me before, but they took a chance on me. And I was able to help them manage their companies and their teams and their workloads and, you know, all of those things. And then we, it transitioned to coaching because I was spending so much time with people on, the other parts to their, their personal lives and all of those things. And the reason I was able to do that is because I would, I had to learn and, and teach myself all of this stuff so that I would be okay. And so that I could be this person who could fulfill this purpose that I felt so deeply inside of me that, but I wasn't super sure of still like what that meant. And then I just chose to do life differently. Semi out of necessity which I think a lot of people who do life differently than like the status quo or the societal norms, like I think that people that do that do sometimes do it out of necessity, whether it's because they feel lost or they feel trapped or they feel whatever, or they have no other choice, right? Some of those cases. And I feel like it was a bit of both for me. It was a survival tactic. It was also like If I'm going to put this much of myself out there, I need to make sure I'm okay. Like, I'm not going to influence or advise somebody if I'm not okay. I refuse. Like, that didn't feel right to me. So anyway, this morning I was sitting there thinking, I heard an acquaintance, I guess you could call them, was doing an event um, for the first time. They were having people fly in and uh, to to their warehouse and they were going to teach them you know, some things about what they've learned and how they've done life. And I just started thinking about my own live event that at this point was many years ago, really. And I was like, damn, I need to do that again. I need some people to fly in. And of course, then the fear voice pops in a little bit. Like, well, who the fuck do you think you are? People, why the fuck? What are you going to teach them? And back to the very beginning where I mentioned this strategy, right? This strategy. What are you going to teach them if they come here? Because no one's going to come here if there's not a clear thing you're going to teach them. And I started thinking, fuck that. You know what I teach people is what I do by example. What I teach people is what I live by example. Am I able to help them in strategy situations and building their own businesses and things like that? Absolutely. I have the knowledge, I have the skill set, I have the education to do that, and I do do that. But the reason people come to me and the reason people would fly to fucking St. Louis or wherever I choose to be is because I decided to do life differently. And I've done it successfully for a really long time. I've created multiple six figures of money off of my brain, my personality, my integrity, and that's it. I don't have a tangible product in my hand that's making me my incomes. It's me. It's my brain. 
So I wanted to share this with you because I think it's important to realize a few things. Number one, maybe this is something that you're like, I need to know more about this. I want to know. I want to build a life that I just see in my head and that I don't even maybe fully see clearly all the way, but I know that it's possible and I know that I want more out of my life. That's always the answer when people ask me, well, what kind of people do you work with? And I'm like, well, people who are driven, people who want to enjoy their life, but they know that there's more to it than what they have right now. They know that there's more to it um, than the grind or the daily cycle that they're in and they want to figure out what that means and they want to do it in a way that lasts forever. Um, That's my big thing is sustainability, right? Like I want to help people create massive growth and massive changes and I want it to be in a way that's sustainable. I don't want you to get quick overnight success and then freak the fuck out and not know how to maintain it. Like what I do with people is we create the successes and we, along the line, we're making this really fucking solid foundation that allows us to build in a way that is unshakable, in a way that no matter what life throws at you, you don't crumble. Here's a great example. A lot of my clients are with me for years. People are like, wow, that's shocking. It's like, it's really not though, because I'm not creating, and that's the other part I just want to say, like, I'm not creating people who are codependent on me because they're not at all. They keep growing. And because of my continuous growth and because of the approach that I have in coaching, the results they're receiving, I'm able to continue to get them more and more and more results. We keep hitting new levels within their businesses, their lives, their mindsets, their way of existing. Everything just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. So why would they go find a new coach and have to re-explain everything about them, blah, blah, blah. Like there is a really great benefit to me knowing them so well and me knowing their businesses so well and the fact that I'm able to remain objective and not get emotionally involved allows me to continue to help them just like I said up and up and up and up and so a lot of my clients are with have been with me for years and the cool part about that is is that I continue to see their vision I continue to keep them in in place with that and and able to expand and grow in these ways whatever in the fuck it is that that looks like for them and I think it's a really rare situation that that's something that we do and so in those cases what's cool is I know when the right time is to drop different pieces for them so that they can keep opening and expanding and getting more and getting more and as a result I've watched them increase money in ways that are incredible right increase happiness in ways that are incredible and I'm super blessed for that and I'm not even 100% positive why I went down that little that little rabbit trail for a second there but um, I don't remember where that started (laughs) but apparently you needed to hear it because there it is so oh I think it's probably because like I think I find that to be a representation of the fact that I continue to live my life in a way that I strive to be different and I strive to do it my own way. And that's what it is. The people that I work with are driven to do that too. And there's not an abundance of people who are willing in a really realistic way to jump on board with you and be like, hey, I've never seen what you're talking about either, but let's fucking get there. How are we going to get there? Let's be real about it. Let's create a strategic foundation 
along with just living and existing. It's where everything molds together. And that's such an important piece of the puzzle. And that's what I do in my every moment of living, you guys. So when, you, when I was talking about the strategy taking over and how it can really hinder your ability to show up authentically, it's so true. And so what I, what I wanted to touch on, though, is that there's this magic that can happen the longer that you focus on showing up intentionally while also observing and paying attention. There's a thing that I teach in one of my, in my group, and I teach this to everybody that I ever work with, but it's the, the power of reflection, the power of the check-in. Right, So the check-in is going back and, and seeing, oh, here's what worked and what didn't. And we do that periodically, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever works best for you. But doing it periodically allows you to do the check-in of constantly looking at what's working and what's not and tweaking accordingly. And that keeps you in check with what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're showing up. And so if you're doing the observation piece that the check-in brings, along with showing up authentically, You guys, do you see how the strategy part just becomes a piece of who you are? And so you aren't being inauthentic, nor are you focusing on strategy. When I show up this way, people hear me more. When I put a picture with this, read it more. When I do this on this place, this is where everybody comes from. That's not because I'm obsessed over strategies because I'm a smart businesswoman. I pay attention. One of the things Tony Robbins teaches, one of his top things that he teaches is about patterns. Pattern recognition, pattern utilization, and pattern creation. And if you can't master those things, then you're always going to be walking around trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and your, your success will be hindered as a result. And so a huge piece of this is learning pattern recognition, and that's something I've always done. Even when I was working, you know, managing shops. I started managing businesses, you guys, when I was 17 years old was the first time I went into an office and decided it, or not decided, but helped it create a system that didn't exist. Taught myself how to use QuickBooks, blah, blah, blah. This was all before college. And when I finally, you know, I got some formal education on those things, but going in and saying what what needs to be done and figuring it out, like that all comes in the pattern recognition piece. Like that's a part of it. And I'm, you know, blessed to have been given that knowledge early on, but it's because I've always been observant. It's part of who I am. I'm able to see a situation and understand why each person is behaving the way that they are. And as a result, I'm able to help without it being very objective or not influenced by what each person is doing. I'm able to help people communicate better. I always have long before I ever knew the powers of that that I know now. Like I was doing that shit when I was like 15, you know? So anyway, as like a teenager, I remember understanding those things. So kind of think, I mean, I'm just rambling at this point, maybe potentially. I don't think so. I think the whole point is, is it's like, I want more people who resonate with anything I just fucking said in this entire podcast to come together in my space. And the reason is, is because I do what I do because I want to help you. And I don't mean that in a way it's like, I need you to give me all of your money That's not it at all. If you pay attention, I'm not even, I have to tell you about my programs because I am running a business, but it's like, bro, it's not even about that. Like whomever, like here's my beck and call or like my siren call. Hello, wherever you are, if you know that your life is supposed to be different, like let's connect, let's be in each other's lives. Even that's just a follower friend request, right? Like 
the truth of the matter is, is that Facebook's where it's at on my on my shit. I'm everywhere. I'm I'm on all the places, but Facebook is really like Facebook and my newsletter are really like the places that you get all the shit from me regularly, daily, especially on Facebook. You know, the Instagram stories, we do that too, but every single day I do that too. But anyway, like we have some beautiful things coming out. I live on this beautiful piece of property now that I just see an event here. I just see it. People sitting around my pool. In the, it's funny to people are like, are you going to hire someone to come in and like set up the tents? I'm like, no, my boyfriend's like a very extravagant human. <laughs> he really is. He's a little flamboyant. He's very extravagant. He's very eclectic. And so we have everything. Like literally my backyard looks like a nightclub sometimes. Like I'm hosting events simply because Tony feels like setting everything up that day. Like it just depends. So in those moments, that's definitely a thing. Anyway, there's just, there's the opportunity and it's more of like, let's all get together and put our collective powers and walk away with plans and strategy and ways to do shit. It's the other thing. So like, I just want you to keep your head, keep me in your, keep me in your sights because I just feel like, like I said this morning, I had to record this and tell this story because there's, there's people that are like, fuck yeah, that's what I want. It's I want to do life this way and continue to do life this way. Or maybe you feel like you're trying and it feels crunchy and like it's not working or you feel alone. Like that is the point of this because I felt alone. I still feel alone a lot. I really do. And so... Like, I'm so grateful that I found Tony because he really is a rare, a rare human to be able to support me and understand me and what I'm doing. Um, And even in some ways, he truly can't because he, his head is like a very different place. That's a different conversation for a different day. Like, that dude doesn't doubt anything about himself ever. (laughs) Like, doesn't happen. Anyway, I just want to share this with you and let you know, like, let's connect Like I said, shoot me a friend request. I'm Jamie Thurber on Facebook. If you want the business profile, it's jamiethurber.biz. And then on the Instagram, I'm jamie.thurber. So J-A-M-I-E-T as in Tom, H-U-R-B as in boy, E-R. That's how you spell my name. Or you can just go to my website and the links are on my website, um, which is jamiethurber.com. We're on the Tiki Talkie also, same handle as Instagram. Um, I do have a LinkedIn that we post stuff to, but I'm not active there really just because it's not really my jam, but shoot me a message. Let's connect for real. Just be friends. Cause that's what I'd really think is, is the powerful piece there. And if I have things to offer that feel right to you, then there's that too. There's always opportunity, but that's really kind of what I was feeling on my heart to share with you right now. And today I do want to share with you real quick that I was on the massage table the other day and I do a lot of manifestation work while I'm in trance kind of on the massage table. And I had a vision of this, this workshop that I'm going to do. It's not in person. It's a live virtual workshop. But there's going to be three sections. There's going to be opportunity for three live or four live times together. There's going to be some hot seat coaching. It's not an overwhelming program. It's going to be fairly simple. But the point is, is it's very imperative for this time of year. It's very imperative for right now when everything's starting to stir inside of people and New Year's resolutions are probably falling off. This isn't about resolutions. This is about creating space, finding clarity, doing that reflection and check. And I'm going to walk you through that just like you would if you're going to plant a garden is that you want to 
take some inventory of what the fuck is going on in your yard. Where's the sun? What kind of soil do I have? What do I want to grow? What's possible to grow in my climate? Like that kind of work and then clearing space. And we do like a whole release ceremony work thing together in part one. Then part two is getting really clear, understanding what it is that makes you who you are, who you want to be, how you want to show up. And then what it is that you're wanting to create this year or this whatever time period, whatever, whatever is that you're wanting. So that can be looked at goals or whatever, however you want to refer to it is fine. But the the powerful part of how I teach this now specifically and over the last couple of years is that we put purpose behind each one so that it's anchored into you. It's connected in like there's a root system of what these desires are inside of you to where then all of your behavior and all of your actions and energy is feeding this stuff that you want. So that's part two. And then in part three, we're going to write, you know, maps, get you a map of what you need to be doing daily, weekly, monthly to stay on task with that and to really have it be sustainable and fit into what you need. And I'm going to have a workshop day aside from the live trainings where everybody can show up and literally go through their stuff with me personally one-on-one. Like it allows you opportunity for us to like literally mastermind together in a different way even. So it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. The whole point of it is for it to be simple or shall I say like easy to do and digest so that you can now it can be embodied in in who you are and in what you believe and what you're doing in every movement for the rest of the the rest of the year or however long, right? So that's the beauty. The whole idea is right some you don't want to just throw seeds in a bucket right now. And then at the end of the year, be like, I don't even know what any of this is that I'm harvesting or what grew. And maybe and maybe nothing fucking grew, right? But you were doing all of this work and exerting all of this energy between planting the seeds and the end of the year, like the harvest time. You've been doing all of this energy and you have nothing to show for it. Like, I don't want that for you. So I've created this workshop for that. I don't know exactly when we're going to be starting, but fairly soon. So I'm going to just, again, connect with me. Um, we're going to get that rolling. I am offering, though, right now a Venmo special. Basically, if you Venmo me your tuition now or within the next couple of days of you getting this released, then um, you just need to put your email address in the actual payment thing. So you put the money over in here. You, can, you need to write something with it. Put your email address there. And as a result then it will get you, it'll secure you a spot and it'll secure you a personalized package that I'm going to send you in the mail, which is just fun and special. And it'll give you some cool tools that you can utilize to keep you on track for the year or for your goals and your tracking and your mindset and all that stuff. So super exciting. If you're like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Like I said, it's going to be very doable. You're not going to need to crunch out a ton of time. So that was kind of the goal. I don't want you to have to make a ton of space to Like, I don't need you to give hours and hours and hours and hours towards the coursework, right? Like, that's not the point. I want you, I want to get through this with you. So if you're interested, it's $217. You can Venmo me. I'm at Jamie Thurber on Venmo. You can see my little face on there. And if you have any questions, always email us. Let me know. But I'd love to have you in that space. Like, that thing was birthed, literally birthed out of me, that workshop. So I know that it was birthed for a reason and people like you are ready for that. So let's do it. If you need to make payments, that's something we can talk about. So shoot me a message if you're like, I want to put money down on tuition and whatever. Just shoot me a message and we can talk about it. And if you're on my socials, keep your eyes peeled because I'll be giving you dates and things like that as well on when it will be starting. But it will be fairly soon. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being here. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone. If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please do so. That's a way we get good rankings. It's something that I can't pay for. And again, this is something that's funded just by me in order to put some good out into the world. My team that I pay helped me produce it and put it out there. So we appreciate the support and sharing and telling people about it and leaving the reviews. And I hope to hear from you soon. I hope to get a little friend request from you on Facebook and a message maybe saying, hey, I listened to your podcast. Like, I love to connect, whatever it may be. And if you're interested in the seed growth workshop, that is something that I highly suggest you take advantage of because it's going to be really powerful. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day.